It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, good evening. Bonsoir from the Oulala Studios. Oui, Angie, bonsoir, bonsoir. et bienvenue dans le rendez-vous. You, oh, I got some extra French. Yes, it is the rendezvous. That is Simon Marcel. <laughs> yes, and this is Angie Taylor, the beautiful and magnificent American <laughs> realist radio host. Realist, trying to keep it real. Let me keep it real about something that's going on in my life right now. Then what's going on, Angie? So we're about two weeks past Valentine's Day now. I have a neighbor who puts up lights for every holiday. Mm-hmm. Valentine's Day lights, Easter, mm-hmm. Christmas, uh, Halloween, you name, like Groundhog's Day. I don't care what it is, and it drives me nuts. I Why? Because I think it just looks so cheesy. Am I being a Scrooge? <laughs> oh, come on. I mean, why does it bother you? I don't know. I don't know why it Did does. You, what's your Instagram? Because I saw on your Instagram. Is there a picture of that? Yes. Give your Instagram. Okay, it's Angie Taylor Radio. A-N-G-I. There's no E in my name. Angie Taylor Radio. You can see the picture of it. Listen, follow Angie. This is an interesting picture. I kind of feel it's cool. You think it's annoying? Well, I'll tell you, my 12-year-old thinks it's really cute. So for her, yes. I'm on Hannah's camp on this one. If I try to put my house up on the market, though, I'm going to have to have a conversation with her. You're bringing down the property value. We're not all uniform on this block right now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I see. At least, uh, at least they're into romance. So I'm not too mad about the Valentine's lights. That's yes. not that big of a deal. Uh, so we have a great show for you today. We're, we're going to take your calls, 855-905-8255. We have emails. And coming up, Simon, did you know that it's a red flag if a guy doesn't have any male friends? You have male friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to tell you why it's a red flag if your man doesn't, though. That's coming yes. up. Yes, on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hey, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, Angie Taylor. Bonsoir from the Ooh La La Studios. Mm-hmm. We talk all about love and romance and dating. Maybe you're dating a guy right now that doesn't have any male friends. Mm. You have male friends, right, I, Simon? A lot of them. A lot of them, yeah. I mean, I feel like most people have at least one male friend, right? A guy? Yeah. Well, I've actually dated a guy with no male friends. And none? I, none. I never met any. Mm-hmm. And I really didn't think it was a big deal at first. I didn't think about it because I'm dating him. I'm not dating his friends. Whatever. Until a few weeks went by. Uh-huh. And I realized how clingy he was because he had nothing else to do. Oh. So it was like a thousand texts a day. What are you doing now? Where are we going? Like it. There was nothing else going on, and he didn't really have any men in his life to bounce anything off of or talk to or do man things, so I felt a little smothered. Did you feel that because he had no other friends, you were the center of his universe? Yes, and not in a good way. I mean, typically that would be fine, but I want you to have a life of your own. So what's the—so, okay, that's an interesting question. What's the— Limits. Some women said, I don't get enough attention. He's mm-hmm. always with his guy's friends. You say, I did this guy who had no guy's friends. I had too much attention. Yeah. What's the right balance, Angie? I think when you're with me, I want your attention. Uh, but I also would like you to have a life of your own. So I think it's whatever works out best for your lives, I guess. But in my case, I would really like somebody to have a life of their own. I have a life of my own. I'm not available all the time. Um, but when we're together... I'm going to give you my undivided attention. I hope I get it back. But there are some reasons why you should be careful 
with the guy who has no male friends. There's an actual whole list. And, and would that apply to women with no girlfriends? Well, I'm not really sure because there's a different dynamic with women. Okay. You know, women sometimes have a hard time with other women. We're very That's true. Okay. combative sometimes. So um, here's what they say. Uh, there's often a reason why men won't hang out with other guys. If he avoids a certain guy... It's often because they did something pretty terrible. It takes like mm -hmm. sleeping with a friend's wife or stealing or whatever. <laughs> um, but do you really like a guy like that? So if he used to have a best friend and then all of a sudden doesn't, it's like, what happened? I want to know something if you're the happened. reason. Yeah, yeah something. You, you need to hear the reason. Um, why you should be careful with a guy who has no male friends uh, is because most guys need bro time. You know, there's certain things for sure. they just can't discuss with girls. Like, it's a different dynamic, for right? For sure. I mean, the things that you talk about with your male friends, you might talk about with your girlfriend, but in a completely different way. I know, absolutely. That's yeah. absolutely true. Not wanting to talk to men also tends to be an indicator of uh, some internalized thing about how he feels about men. Uh, if he doesn't like other men, you have to wonder what makes him hate his own gender so much. Like, where does that come from? That could be real deep-rooted, right? Yeah, absolutely. Maybe issues with his father or I don't know what. Could be. Um, guys who have almost entirely female friends often aren't actually just friends with all of them. So you have to be careful of the guy who has a ton of girlfriends because chances are one, two, three, maybe all have experienced your guy in another way. In some cases, it's also a sign that he's lying to you about something major. Uh, this person says, one of my exes had lied to other women about our relationship status. It ends up that he was dating three of his girlfriends at the same time. So you got to be careful with that, the guy that, with a lot of girlfriends. That's true. And we have to give the exemption of there is some guys that are sometimes not very good socially with the guys that didn't play sports. Right. You know, genius scientists. But there's are, other genius scientist men, aren't there, that he could be friends with? Yeah, but I, there's some guys that are totally loners and, and it doesn't make them bad to date. So I would like to keep that open because if you meet one of those true. guys, what do you call a geek, I think, in America? Stuff like that. Or a loner. That, you know, yeah. Some people just aren't social. Yeah, exactly. That so, don't 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 discount. Uh, yes, that's my point. Don't discount. They give a chance to love, but keep your ears and eyes open. Sure, too. <laughs> sure. All right. So, uh, if your partner is friends with some guys that maybe you don't like or whatever, are, are your friends a reflection of who you are? Is your man's <sighs> friends? A great question. I, I tend to think they are. Let's talk about that. Mm, I want to talk about that. All right, Simon. When we come back, we'll discuss it. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonsoir, Simon Marcel. Ah, good evening. Bonsoir, Angie Taylor. Keeping the ooh-la-la in the romance and the <laughs> dating. Uh, so we're talking about dating and what if your partner has some friends that you might not like or, you know, is their social circle, are their friends a reflection of who they are really as a person? Is that a good gauge, do you think, to judge someone by their friend circle? Absolutely. Really? I Listen, if I meet a woman and I like her a lot and I see around her a group of girls or guys that I really dislike or mean people, then I know that she's one way with me, mm -hmm. one way with them, right? Mm -hmm. So if you don't have kind friends, caring friends that are here for rain or shine, if you talk bad about your friends, they talk yes. bad about you in that cynical tone, yes. I know you're going to do that about me as soon as I turn my back or go somewhere. So I think it's a huge way to judge somebody's ethics, their character, characters, mm -hmm. moral, 
And if you can count on them on the way, they talk about their friends and their friends talk about them. And who are their friends? I you agree, a, Angie? I, a thousand percent. I take pride in my group of friends. I love my friends. I always say that, you know, you can't, there's a saying, it says you can't pick your friends. They're the friends, or you can't, you can't pick, your, pick family, your family, but your friends are the family that you choose exactly. for yourself. Mm-hmm. I, I'm so fortunate to have an amazing circle of friends, and I'm very proud of them, and they're all good people, and they're nice people, and I want people to think that of me. And Well, I, I mean, it's a reflection. I mean, that's totally right. my point, which it brings us to a different point that we should talk about also is... Is you either half really a reflection of who you are? Oh, I think so for or sure. Or not? I think so for sure. You think so who you pick and who yes. you love? Well, that's why it always drives me nuts when you meet somebody amazing and then you meet their partner and you're like, what is this? They are complete. I don't know. Or maybe. How did this happen? Because they may be amazing in other ways or we should talk about that. Cause I, I think that's a great topic. Let's talk about that. Is the person that you you're ways. dating or you're married to, are they a reflection of you? That's coming up on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hey, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. From Bonsoir. the Ooh La La studio. Mm-hmm. Bringing you love, romance, drama, and <laughs> answering all your questions. So you posed a question right before the break. Yeah, because we were just talking about, you know, our friends of yours, a reflection of who you are. And right. then we went one step further and I asked you if you thought that who you with, your partner, is a reflection of who you are. So let's take Jason and you. Yes. Um, do we have pictures of you and Jason on our webpage? Yeah, we have pictures at the rendezvousshow.com. Of you and Jason? Yes. Right. Uh-huh. So by the way, you can go to rendezvousshow.com, see Angie and her husband. A very good-looking couple. Oh, thank but, you. But in his character, what do you think reflects yours? Oh, Everything. I think we're so much alike. I think we're both loud, not loud, but like friendly, outgoing. We're very social people. Mm -hmm. Um, We like being around people, talking with other people. Um, We like enjoying life together. There's so many different things we'd like to travel. I mean, he is very much a reflection, I think, of me. I'm proud of who he is. So I hope that that's a reflection on me. And he's also a really good person with a really big heart. And he's making me a better person, I think, as the years go on. I like that. I like that. Because I think if you can say about your partner that you are proud of him and he's proud of you and he makes you a better person, I mean, that's a match in heaven. Yeah. Right? It's a key thing to remember when you look up to somebody Mm -hmm. that you love. Yes. Then we have potential for marriages. And I do look up to him. And not down. I know you look up to him. Yeah. And and he looks up to you too. Uh, But it's rare, right? I mean, if you look at friends, many times I don't see that. I agree I with you. I see one looking at the other, but not vice versa. Right, and I think it's good if you can balance each other out and and live life together and learn oh, and grow together. Ab- absolutely, and then your values, your ethics, your morals, your goals. Right. So hopefully, it's a good uh, combination and a good reflection. Sometimes it's not, and maybe you need advice about that. If you need some advice from Simon Marcel or myself, mm-hmm. Angie Taylor, we are the Rendezvous. Call in now eight five five nine zero five eight two five five. We'll be back with more. Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hey, Simon. Hey, Angie. Hello. Hello, hello. <laughs> We're taking your calls, 855-905-8255. We take your emails anytime, therendezvousshow.com. And we do have a call right now, Simon. Okay. Let's say hello to Emma from Louisville, Kentucky. Hello, Emma. Bonjour, Emma. Hello, how are you? 
Good. We're great. What's going on with you, Emma? Well, I need your advice. Um, I'm kind of having a problem with my husband. Um, long story short, I am in school right now. I'm not working, so my husband is supporting us both. And he wants to give me an allowance per week to live on, um, a $200 allowance. And if I need more, then I have to ask him for it. And the reason for this, he says, is because um, a little while ago, I, I might have run up one of the credit cards buying some things that we needed, but he saw the bill and he freaked out, and this is his solution to it. And mm. I just think it's so unfair, and I just would love to know what you guys think about this. Simon, I'm not liking this at all. What do you think? I'll tell you why I don't like it, but what do you think? You tell me first. Okay, so I don't like this at all, <laughs> Emma. First of all, $200, I mean, come on. And I don't like the idea that he is giving you an allowance like you're a child. I don't like you like you feel like you have to ask, like you're indebted. If you're married, that's your money together. It's not like when you were running up the credit cards, you said you were buying things that you needed. You weren't being frivolous, am I right? No, no, it wasn't, it wasn't anything like that. It just... He didn't think that we needed. I mean, like I, I bought like a new sofa, and he was like, "Why did you do that?" You know, we mm. had talked about it, but so he just he didn't think it was the right time. Yeah. So. Do you guys have a joint account, a, a joint spending account? Obviously not, if he's giving you an allowance, right? We, I mean, we do have a joint account, and then we, you know, we each have our own. But this is his solution to you yeah. know, instead of me having access to our joint account, would be what do you having this allowance. Emma, I agree with what Angie said. I would add, I would add this to your argument. Uh, when it comes to money, it's the reflection of the trust in the couple, right? Yes. So, uh, just use he use this as as to show he doesn't trust you. Okay. Mm-hmm. The real conversation must get between you and your husband. I'm not going to judge the amount. I don't know your financial. I'm just going to say that you should sit down with him and say there is no love without trust. Right. When you don't trust me with our money, you don't love me. Right. So. We have to talk about something deeper than just the 200 bucks. He's expressing passive, aggressive, move on you, controlling, mm-hmm. unacceptable. Yeah. So you have to give him a chance. Why is he upset at you? What is it he wants to take revenge on? Maybe it could be the intimacy, it could be something else. I agree. You want to give him a chance to express because he used this as a passive, aggressive move yes, it's control. to hurt you and control. Mm-hmm. That has to stop. It has to stop, and I would do it. You guys after. are a team. Yes. You don't work for him. You, he's not giving you a paycheck, it, you know? He uses yes. this to not say something else. It's Agree. the unspoken, and you should do it after dinner when his stomach is full because a man <laughs> on a full stomach is in a better mood. Right. Do not speak to your man on an empty stomach. Yeah, That's a great piece of advice, Simon. I do like that. And you're right. It didn't even occur to me, that, but it is. Uh, at the root of it all, it's such a control thing, and there's something else going on. So you really need to have that conversation. And if he's trying to budget... There's a million different budgeting programs online. You guys can make up something, but it has to be together, and you do have to get to the root of that control issue. Yeah, what is he not saying to you? And then you'll both feel better. Yeah, that's good advice. I, I I hadn't thought about that, so now I'm a little nervous. But no, it's definitely something to talk to him about.
So. Don't be nervous. Don't be nervous. Like Simon said, just have a nice dinner, get him a, a you know a glass of wine, loosen up, relax, wear something sexy. You know, <laughs> those talks oh, are I never easy. Wait a minute. Let's let's leave the sexy out of this. Because well, so I want him to really answer. True. I don't want it to answer because he wants to make love right away. Right, right, right. I uh, understand. I'd that. rather you do it after lunch. Cleavage never hurts a situation, Simon. That's true. But this is a serious deal. I mean, it's a lack of trust. I'm, yes. I'm, I'm upset at him, so I want to know it why, is. and yeah. we don't know why. Agree. Agree. Good luck to you, Emma. Okay. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it, you guys. You're welcome, Emma. Bonne chance. Fingers crossed. Thanks. Yes, it's, it's tough with uh, uh, money issues with couples. It's such a big deal. Ter- but terrible. It has terrible. to be resolved. Mm-hmm. Taking your calls, 855-905-8255. This is The Rendezvous. This is The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. I'm Angie Taylor. Hi, Simon. Bonsoir, la belle Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. We are taking calls and giving advice on love, romance, dating. We were just talking to Emma, whose husband put her on an allowance after she bought some stuff without Mm -hmm. telling him. Mm -hmm. And one of the top things that couples fight about, and actually the number one thing, is money. And money. Yeah, it's money, it's money, tough money. Because you need it, you gotta have it, and who gets what. So when you're married or in a relationship, do you give up your right to spend however you want? Can you make purchases, maybe big ones, maybe even little ones? I know of couples that fight over tiny little purchases. I have one friend yeah. who likes to shop. Uh-huh. Uh, they have money and they're not in debt, but he just doesn't like her spending. And so she'll buy clothes and put them in her trunk of her car and hide them. She hides them because she's that's afraid. Sad. I agree. You know, that's sad that one is afraid to uh, to tell her husband or boyfriend that she has to put it in the trunk of her car. Right. So do you think you give up a right or should you discuss every single purchase? When it comes to money, fairness is what matters. Respect and fairness. So fairness is don't buy anything that's going to hurt both of you. At the same time, I think, Angie, so many people try to control their partner, especially there's still some housewives who do not work. Mm-hmm. You work, so it's a different matter for you. But let's say, you know, only Jason was working. Mm-hmm. You would have to ask money from him all the time. That would be hard. It's, exactly. And I would want to set something up before that we had an arrangement where I didn't have to ask him for money all the time. I don't want to feel indebted to my own husband. Yeah, no, exactly. So so the fairness and the respect when it comes to money is... Don't buy anything crazy that you know is could be dangerous. And respect is, I believe, in communication. You communication. You should do not have to hide because that brings you back to when you're a child. Yes. And you did something wrong from your parents, and you're hiding under the pillow because you stole one buck from your right. mom's wallet. Right. And you don't want to feel like your spouse is your parent. Exactly. And that you're stealing money from your spouse. Exactly. So, is there something your partner bought maybe that you think is ridiculous? Um, should you ask each other these questions about how much can I spend? What can I? Bye. We're going to talk about that next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon Marcel, hello. Bonsoir, Angie Taylor. You're looking good. Thank you. So are you. Which, by the way, what is the definition you said to your husband about the look that he has a, a costume? Wait, he- I, when he's wearing something, and if I like what he's wearing, I'll say, I like your outfit. And he says, it's not an outfit. Girls wear outfits. This is a look. Oh, I like that. <laughs> this is a look. Uh, we're taking your calls, 855-905-8255. We're talking about money. Money can be funny. Money. When it comes to relationships, is there something that your partner spends money on that you think is ridiculous? Maybe they love it, but you don't like it. You wish they didn't spend money on it. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever had issues when dating somebody about money? Uh, who spends what? Or 
Not really. No. Um, you haven't cohabitated, though. Have you lived no, with someone? No, so not so- really for long. So, no, um, most women have dated work and have made their own money. Mm-hmm. So I've had some crazy requests. <laughs> for money? For money. <laughs> yeah, that's a uh, different scenario. So that always put an end to the relationship when it's too crazy. Yep. I think it's disrespectful. Uh, especially, you know, crazy loans out of the blue, uh, yeah. tax time, eh, you know. Um, you know, so, but no, it's not really something that I've suffered from. And I'm very upfront about this, you know. So right. now I have not been married like you, so that's different. That's true. Because let's talk about you for a sec. Uh, oh, let's talk about let's me. Let's talk about you. Uh-huh. You want to know what I spend money on? Uh, uh, that's it. Uh, <laughs> yes. You expect me to tell you that? Or? Well, if you don't say it. I suggest we call Jason uh-huh. if he's available. I don't know if he is I don't, tonight. I don't spend money on anything. And then I'm I just... want to hear from your husband. Mm-hmm, well, mm-hmm. We, yeah, we should deal. Our producer, Jill. Let's talk. Let's if, try to try to find Jason tonight. Great. Hopefully, you can find him. You're gonna call me out. <laughs> yeah, because you've been saying you'd be so reasonable, Angie. I'm so and, reasonable. And yeah. That's well, right. we don't get the truth. Okay. All right. We're we'll gonna tr- call Jason. Try to find Jason so Jason can call out all my spending habits. Mm. I don't even know what he would say. Honestly, I don't. So let's call the husband. He's going to pull up the bank account watch, itemize everything. Where is it tonight? He's at home. All right, then. So we'll find out what I waste money on. Yes. Nothing. Stay tuned. Is next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. I'm nervous, Simon. I don't know. Don't be nervous. <laughs> the truth, the only truth and all the truth. Yeah. Well, we talk about relationships and love and dating. One of the elements of relationships, especially if you live together, maybe you're married, is the money thing. Money can get crazy. Money, money, money. It's the number one thing that couples fight about. Well, yeah, sadly. You're very curious about my spending habits, I know. Yeah. So basically, uh, Angie seems to be very reasonable. I see her every night but now i've asked angie and our producer jill to call your husband jason jason are you here i i am here yes bonjour, I'm nervous, but jason. I'm here. No. <laughs> bonjour jason uh so your wife here claims mm-hmm. that she's very reasonable so tell us honestly the most crazy spending angie has taken on her own and surprised you with mm. well uh, here's what i'll say the most okay. ridiculous thing she's ever spent money on is she's addicted to this game on her phone where you design <laughs> rooms on the phone, right? Not with real furniture or anything, but you design it on the phone and you get a rating. Well, apparently you have to buy furniture, not real furniture, virtual real furniture, furniture yeah. on what? the app to use in your room. And I'm looking at our account and there's 30 and $40 charges to iTunes. Really? And I ask Angie what they are and they're... They're virtual furniture. Now, wait a minute. Listen, it's like it's it's like ten dollars <laughs> here and there. I guess in a month it might be like thirty or forty dollars. But my husband is not sharing the fact that he gambles a lot, and those are charges. Oh, so this is my version of gambling. If you do the gambling for your entertainment, let me play my stupid little app where I'm designing <laughs> fake rooms, and then it's all even. And now we, we have a deal. Talk about you. Oh, <laughs> well, that's true. But but okay. So now let's reverse. Let's reverse the table. What's the most crazy spending he has ever done? Jason. Jason, mm. the myth, the man, and the legend. The most crazy spending. I don't know. But you know, here's the thing. He he does gamble. 
but he doesn't do it on our joint account. So I'm not sure how much he's spending on gambling. Oh. I do know that he was sweating very bad during the Super Bowl. <laughs> and Jill, our producer, can attest to this. That's true, Jill. Because he bet on New England. And for a long time, New England was losing. Right. And I'm like, why are you sweating so bad? Uh, I might have made a bet. I don't know how much that bet was. But I know that he stopped sweating by the end because they ended up winning. So I don't know, honestly. I feel like there's Jason? been some Big bets that have been made. Please, we cannot let Simon, you. My, my grandfather told me a long time ago that whenever talking to your spouse about gambling, you always just say, I broke even. Because if you lost, they don't get mad at you for losing anything. And if you won, they don't ask you to give them any. Smart. That is not smart. That is not fair is what it is. Because what if, if you win a whole bunch of money, I want some of it. Yeah, but if he loses some money, you're, you're not going to pay for it. So it's That's all on true. him. That's true. Right. That's true. I think it's a fair deal. Jason, thank you so much for being available right thank now. Thank you, guys. For Thanks, us the right. We'll Thanks, see you babe. later. Have a good night. Bye-bye. Jason's going to go Jason. nervously sign on to our bank account and I start itemizing things. It's like... What is this purchase? What is that purchase? Angie, right this virtual game? I had no I, idea. Listen, that it is so is, stupid. I'm so embarrassed by that dumb game. It is kind of game. funny that you actually buy virtual furniture that you cannot use. That, I must say, <laughs> is unique. I didn't even know it existed. It's, listen, think of it as a form of entertainment. Yeah, Some it's like people, watching Netflix for 10 bucks. Exactly. This is entertaining it. for me. It passes the time. Sometimes it's relaxing. Listen, I, you, don't, I don't you do work video. super hard. You, maybe you. you don't know that because you. you just rendezvous. But Angie does a morning show, the most successful morning Morning show in Chicago on Kiss FM. She works with 5 a.m. and all that. Yeah. Then goes home, comes back here at night. Yeah. So you deserve your little. Thank you. Your little. What do you? What do you? What is the name of this game? It's a stupid game for stupid people. That's what it's called. Right. We're not gonna. <laughs> okay. So nobody. It's okay. called. It's called home design. But I'm so. It's ridiculous. But you love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Can I, I've can, seen can you I play. live? But really, I'm so glad we we got a chance to talk to Jason because you guys have such a good equilibrium. That's an example for others. Mm. And, you know, you were both not born in money. You you know, really, mm. both of you had to work super hard. Yes. From a humble background and where you are. Very. No, it's true. So <laughs> yeah, congrats to both of you. Very hardworking. And the result is an equilibrium. Well, I think that happens uh, a lot of times, too, when you do struggle growing up. I mean, we were on food stamps and a single mother, both of us. And so you hustle and you have a work ethic. And hopefully it equates to some success when you're older and, you know, you have to have those hard conversations about money, though. Not always easy. I know, absolutely. But it's key to have it before I think you get engaged. I agree. Right? A thousand percent. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hi, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. You know, so many people love asking you for advice. You are the French romance expert. And let's not forget you are the American realist yes, expert but, on but, this show. But the show is romance. It's, it's dating. It's love. Romance, the art of love. Yes. L'art d'aimer. And Art so the big bonjour Simon Marcel mailbag is here. We get so many emails. <laughs> that's, and, that's true. There's a lot of this table still. Right. And so let's dig in. Shelly from Spokane, Washington says, bonjour, Simon Marcel. Mm -hmm. Bonjour, Shelly. My boyfriend, who I've been with for the last two years, called me by his ex's name twice in the past week. He swears it was an accident and he hasn't seen or talked to her, but I'm kind of weirded out by it. Do you think he's not over her? Wow, twice in a week. Um, ay, 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 ooh la, 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 la. Yeah, there is the, there is the different ooh la, la. This one is the bad. ooh la la. That's ooh, the la, one. La. ooh la la. Ooh la la. Um, Shelly, first of all, thanks for your email. 
he said it because, of course, his subconscious betrayed him. It's a fraudulent slip. It's when you say things you shouldn't say, but your mind means it. If it's once, it's an accident. Twice, it's a fact. Uh, it doesn't mean it's against you. It means that something is missing something of her lately. Mm. What? I don't know. But this is the question you should ask him. It's not so much you know, why he did it, because he doesn't know. He didn't control it. Mm-hmm. It's what's missing between you and him that makes him think about her. Because usually nobody does that. So once could be an accident, sometimes it takes time. Twice, something he had with her is missing, and he and subconsciously he wishes that was here right now with you. So why don't you ask him? Gotta that dig question. deeper, yeah. Yes. What is it that you miss about her that maybe I'm not offering? We're not doing together. Give a chance to explain. And I think things will go back to normal. Yeah, you need some answers, though, especially since they've been together for two years. This Come on. is an alarm that he needs to say something to you. I agree. Give him a chance to talk. The alarm is ringing. Okay, yes. we're going to talk about more of that next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hey, Simon, Marcel. Bonsoir, Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. So we were just uh, reading an email from Shelly in Bonjour, Simon, Marcel, where Mm -hmm. she was saying that her boyfriend of two years just called his ex's name out twice in the last week, which is crazy. Um, You said that there's an issue here. I mean, one time. They should talk together. Right. I mean, have you ever called someone the wrong name in bed? I don't think I have. Um, I might have almost done that before but i don't think it was because i was missing someone i think it's just out of habit sometimes and i don't know that i ever have way into a relationship maybe in the beginning yeah usually usually that i have not done it either when that happens i know uh, it's very shocking i can imagine you know uh, it is but it's really an information to take not first degree but the second and usually that happens you know like we said in bed it's something that she or he did in bed for the partner that was very ooh la la. Yeah. And that, because we're also different in bed, when that is missing, his mind, his desire, his subconscious, just or she, requires it. That's why I said, when you hear that, just say something is missing, let's talk about it. Right. I uh, Instead of being angry yes. and jumping on the partner, why do you say that? Just realize he's telling you something. The, the bells are going off, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There was one time I was having an argument with my husband. Okay. And when I was yelling, I said my ex's name. Like, it was, dang it, bleh. And I was like, oh, my God. But that's because I used to argue all the time with my ex. And I think I was, I don't argue with my husband that much. And I think in my mind, it just flew out because that's what I was used like to saying. a reminder or you just say, like, a repetition? Yeah, repetition. I think it was just habit from fighting with him all the time. But um, What did Jason say when you the he, name came he, up? He was angry because we were already fighting. And so it wasn't good. And I was like, I had to explain. I'm used to yelling at him. I'm not used to yelling with you. So... I think it's smoothed over. I mean, he's okay now. But <laughs> uh, have you ever done this? Called someone the wrong name in bed? Call in now and tell us about it. We want to know. 855-905-8255. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon Marcel, French romance expert. At your service and your humble servant, Angie. Humble servant. That's so nice. That's my title. That is your title. I I don't mind to be the humble servant. You you serve us very well with your amazing (laughs) advice. So we've been talking about calling somebody the wrong name in bed. How embarrassing. Maybe it's intentional. Maybe it isn't. We have a call about this right now. Mm -hmm. Let's go to the phone from Norristown, Pennsylvania. Uh, say hello to Gary. Bonjour, Gary. Hi. 
Hey, how you doing? Good. Hey, Gary, what's going on? So I'm kind of in the doghouse right now. Uh, as you guys were saying, was having uh, you know relations with my girlfriend and called her by my ex's name. And aye, aye, aye. not happy. So what? What is she? How, how is she with it? Was this just recently? Like, what's going on now? Yeah, it was. It was a couple weeks ago, but now she's like afraid to have sex because she thinks that uh, you know I'm thinking about somebody else. What I'm really not. You're not thinking about someone else. See, no, no, no. I I believe it was a, a simple mistake. No, 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 no. There's no simple <laughs> mistake, Gary. It's a Freudian slip. It's like your mind, your subconscious says it because you mean it. You can't control those. Uh, and I think what's interesting is maybe, you know, you did it because something was missing, maybe reminder. It's not the end of the world. What you should really talk about is not against your girlfriend. It's an accident. It can happen. Uh, I know the first reaction is, oh, this, because the lover feels that something is missing, something is wrong. Why would you call your lover by your ex name? Do you think it's possible that Gary just used to have sex with his ex and so it's just, you know, force of habit that maybe it just came out by accident because he's used to saying, oh, Jenny, oh, Jenny, instead of saying, oh, Melissa or whatever? No. <laughs> no. I'm sorry. I no. try to help you out, Gary. Gary no, because nope. you, you got to own it. The way to get forgiveness is to own your mistake right. and understand it's a fraudulent slip. You do not control these. It's like saying, oh, my God, I dreamed of my ex. How can you dream of your ex? You should be dreaming of me. You don't control your dreams. You don't control them, You don't no. control this kind but of that, accident. But that doesn't mean that Gary is wishing he was with his ex. No, it's somewhere in Gary's mind, something clicked and made him think about his ex. Maybe something sexually maybe something missing, maybe mm -hmm. ooh-la-la. We have to give a break to each other because we don't control our dreams. We don't control our Freudian sleep. We all have, we can't have them. It's not the end of the world. Apologize and, and own it. I did a Freudian slip, and if you don't know why, just say just like, I don't know why I dreamed this. Right. I don't know why I said it. Yeah. I love you. It's not, and then, you I don't know, think about her. It's not a, about her. No, get a nice bouquet of red roses or something very nice to apologize because everybody egos gets hurt. Yes. And ask for forgiveness. And, that, and if Can you get her on the yes. phone, and tell her that. <laughs> no, this is you're a big boy, Gary, right? I mean, this is this is yes. your relationship. It really takes Simon's advice because I think you do need to apologize, very thoughtfully apologize, especially if she's wary of getting back into bed with you. You have to really reassure her. And make the next time in bed, you know, a home run so and, that she right. knows that you are not into that other woman. Yes, and, she, and use, Gary, what I said about the dream. You don't control what you dream about. You don't control what you just said like that. Things happen. It's an accident. Right. So, because everybody will understand it was the dream analogy. Awesome. So. Thanks, guys. You're welcome. All right. Thank you, Gary. Wow, that is not fun. <laughs> it's not. But Angie, i got to ask you, yeah. uh, have you ever dreamed, honestly, in the last 10 years you've been married yeah. to Jason, have you ever had a dream with an ex? Yes, I have. And it's not at all because I want them back or that I'm even thinking of them. It, I don't know why it happens. It happens. Did you tell that? Or no. Did you keep, no. All right. But we have, no. No, exactly. Now, yeah. let's reverse it. If Jason said to you, I had a dream that I made love to an ex, would you be first or you said? I wouldn't be mad that he had the dream. I'd be mad that he told me. Like, why are you telling me that?
That's my point. It's because there's some things like privacy, like that we have to keep for ourselves. We do not control our mind right. at night when it's you know when it's we're sleeping. What good can come of telling me that? What what am I supposed to do with that information? It uh, does nothing for me. Absolutely, and okay. we have all the right to dreams about anything we want and whoever we want. That's true. Our you dreams know? are our own. Hey, we. A treasure. Right. Uh, that was really good advice that you gave. And, and Thank you, Angie. Yes, you give amazing advice. Thank you. And we will take your advice at therendezvousshow.com as well via email. I have a great trip to tell you about when we come back. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon Marcel, an amazing show today. Another amazing show with the beautiful and very realist and smart Angie Taylor. Oh, you are so sweet. And you gave amazing advice on love, romance, dating. We were talking uh, just recently about the guy who said his ex's name in bed, Gary, our Oops. Gary guy. Oopsie. Yeah. And just don't be so hard on yourself. And you had a really good Simon Says about that. Yes. You know, I said that dreams are not meant to be shared. They are meant to be treasured. Yes. And I said that, Angie, because you just said, you know, yes, I had sometimes in my life other intimate dream. With right. X, but I never shared them with my husband, and I'm glad he would never do that with me. There are things that we should never share with partners. Yes. And, and I, that's one of them. Why would our you want to hurt somebody? Absolutely. Keep your dream for yourself. I hate when you are, you know, people think they're so close. Oh, I just dream and they tell you dreams. It's not meant to be shared. That's right. Dreams and fantasies are your own, yes, I think. Because they have a meaning. And this meaning is a message to yourself, not to your partner. I agree with you. And, and there are so many dreams people have. Maybe you dream of going to Vegas. Have you been to <laughs> Vegas before? That's what we call a segue in radio. And make a lot of money. <laughs> Go to Vegas. Make a lot of money. We have a Vegas gift. Giveaway. Yes, we the, do. The Rendezvous Show wants to send you to go see Journey. You remember Journey? Don't stop believing. Uh, we want to send you to Vegas. I'm a horrible singer. To see Journey, they're returning to the joint at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Vegas for a second nine-show residency. It's Journey Las Vegas. That's May 3rd through the 20th. Uh, prize package for two. Two-night stay at the Hard Rock in Vegas. Round-trip coach airfare. Two tickets to the show. So make sure you go to the Rendezvous show.com to sign up for that Vegas giveaway. You can also see mm -hmm. Simon Marcel on his FYI show. In Bed with Simon. All the episodes are on the rendezvousshow.com. Check it out. You will love it. Thanks for being with us tonight. More Rendezvous show tomorrow. We will see you then. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit. For the Rendezvous, Journey Vegas sweepstakes, no purchase necessary. Void in Alaska, Hawaii, and where prohibited. Open to legal residents of the contiguous United States and District of Columbia, 21 and older. Sweepstakes ends at 11.59 p.m. Eastern Time, March 5th, 2017. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.